0: i'm sophie and i'm emily welcome
1: to hallmark remarks hallmark remarks where we go deep about shallow movies where we talk all things hallmark dating mental health and pop culture we hope you enjoy today's episode everyone, to an episode of your favoritist Girl Talk podcast, a.k.a. Hallmark Remarks. <laughs> Hi, Soph. Hey, Em. I missed you. It's only been I a week.
0: I'm so it's, missable. No, I'm just
1: kidding. It's, it's, it's so <laughs> true. And I have had so much cool stuff happen to me this week, and I am like, I can't wait to tell Sophie because, mm. like, you'll hype me up, but then, uh, for yes. real. But also, like, it, by telling you, I'm also telling all of your friends because, I don't think any of my friends listen to the podcast. So, <laughs> hey, selfies friends, Nigel, and and Nigel new people, Na- and Nigel, yeah. So Nigel, then, you're telling me and Nigel, <laughs> yeah, I am it. actually. Even though like we, the three of us still have a group chat mm-hmm. <laughs> that sometimes yeah. gets used. Oh, Nigel, uh, but yeah. <laughs> How was your week?
0: It was good. Um, Haley and I do on Tuesday nights like a little check-in dinner. Mm where we check in with each other and, you know, ask how, I don't know, like we just, we came up with all these questions together and um, it's always so cute, but it's always nice right before the podcast because yeah. we're like, how is your week? And what, you know, um, what was your favorite part of the week? You know, that kind of thing. Um, and it was just a good week. Uh, we're doing uh, Chick Flick Fridays. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and... So, I think I might have talked about this last week, but Haley, like, vaguely remembers all of the movies that we watched when she was first place with me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but, like, does not remember hardly any details. She'll sit there and go, how can you quote this? You know and I'm like? Yeah. I've seen it, like, 70 <laughs> times. I got some years um, on you, kid. <laughs> I know. And so, we, we've we decided that 2023 is the rewatch year, you know? Amazing. Um, where we're going to rewatch all the good stuff. And we are in Lynchburg every Friday this month. And so I was like, well, why don't we invite, like, she gets to have a friend over. I'm inviting, you know, some friends over. And, like, this week we've picked it out. But um, we don't pick it out ahead of time. We kind of all pick Mm -hmm. it out together. Yeah. And I have probably, like, 40 chick flicks um, on DVD that I just love. So we pick from those, whatever. So we did that. And we watched... um, Oh, my gosh. I just blanked. Oh, uh, 27 dresses. So good. And then um, and it was just her friend that came over that night just because like my friend, th- it was a little bit too last minute for them to be able to join. And uh, <laughs> um, afterwards, <clears throat> they dug into my bin that I have of all of my like old prom dresses and formal gowns and um, what bridesmaids dresses and whatever. Oh. And they like tried them on. It was.
1: So Did cute. you do like a fashion show moment like. Played music. Well, so, and- <laughs>
0: so I have this, like, ring light that Haley gave me for Christmas, so they, like, set it up, and then they
1: did little photo shoot, like, friendship selfies.
0: with. Oh, Christmas my art.
1: gosh. That makes me so happy because, like, that's what me and my friends did when we yeah. were their age, but we – it was, like, the photo booth, like, on the Mac or whatever or yeah. – um, yeah. I've been seeing these all over TikTok this week where people will post slideshows and it's like, POV, you went to high school in 2008 to 2011 or whatever. And it was, um, I forgot the editing program that we used to use, but it was like, oh, shoot. It was like, it was the live wire for editing. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it was. It was like, Cam Wow. It was Cam Wow. Okay, okay. I was like, like, like something. Yeah, yeah. Harsh sepia tones and this like overly saturated editing. Well, and the border. Do you
0: remember when the border, not not like a frame, but like you would like do um, where it would be an oval. Yeah, of what you could see, but then the edges were like blacked out, you know. Yeah, like that kind it was of thing. like
1: either a softened edge, or you would do like yes. the fun cutout borders, and then it would have this huge rainbow watermark that said "Cam yep. Wow" on the bottom. Yeah. So, like, I the fact that they're doing the, they're doing the same thing, but it's just like elevated because it's like, yeah. oh, a ring light. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like the elevated version, but that makes There's me so happy. Front lighting instead of backlighting
0: Wow, what? <laughs>
1: I know. There's and all that, these it was tools. So
0: funny. Because like there were okay so twenty seven dresses um you know she's always a bridesmaid so never never a bride type of thing mm-hmm. and it was so funny because like they would ask me questions like do you really help the bride pee by holding her dress you know um, <laughs> and I was like not only do you but I have sometimes and, yeah <laughs> yeah and here's the here's what you talk about um <laughs> yeah but and then just like really funny stories of like just random things and then. Um, they were like, well, what did you do for your prom? what did you wear? And you know, what, how did you do your hair? Like, it was so cute. And there's this prom dress I have that I love and it's strapless. And, um, (laughs) Haley goes, I just crawled into it like a tunnel. (laughs) I was like, you freaking jerk. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I know.
1: Savage. Okay. okay.
0: She's so little. It just basically kept falling. So she was like hugging her stomach to keep it up. And it was so funny um but yeah they were having such a good time and like giggling and like yeah. um they found my old shoes you know the like fancy shoes and I intentionally kept all of that stuff because when I was little all of my dress up gowns were my mom's old bridesmaids dresses yeah. and um, like poofy sleeves and thick fabric um, oh my gosh and I loved that I mean my friends all had like the regular dress up Uh, dresses and I was you know all about that but um I loved those dresses I think I still have them in a trunk upstairs in my room but anyway so it's just kind of fun to like let them do that with my stuff and of course I have like fond memories in those dresses but they get to have dress up memories in those dresses
1: how fun and like I know it's just such a fun girls night like I mean who at any age what girl doesn't love to just dress up and take pictures like I know that's I do that it all the time <laughs> and
0: I kind of mentioned it while we were watching it. I was like oh I should grab my dresses and they're like yeah okay you know and I pulled them out and they were like oh this one and oh I want to try this. And I yeah. was yeah like, yes I'm so awesome I right love
1: <laughs> that we for me when I was little because I did start dance very young I always had like dance costumes to play in and, and dress up with and that usually involved me like putting on fashion shows For my parents and like also talent shows and I was like okay when I'm finished you have to like here pretend this pillow is a big bouquet of roses and you have to throw it to me on this big stage that I have created. So So, like that never really goes away because now I'm almost 30 and I'm like I want to take pictures in my princess dresses (laughs)
0: With my best friend,
1: yeah, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> yes.
0: So that was fun. We are watching Freaky Friday this Friday because it's yes. Friday the Thirteenth, and yeah. I that oh my was kind gosh, of funny, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: amazing. I, Did figured, we... I was like,
0: that's kind of a fun little thing to do for it.
1: Did you hear the rumors that they're like? I don't think they're gonna have. They're not coming out with one, but both Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis have said that they would be game to do another Freaky Friday. And but I... like, where Jamie
0: Lee Curtis is the grandma,
1: the grandma, yeah, yes. I need. I need that to yeah. happen. Well, and Jamie now it's said, just like it was such a sweet
0: interview because she said, I cannot tell you how excited I was to see Lindsay acting again. Like, she was just yeah. so pumped for her. And she yeah. goes, and now I'm looking at it going, let's do Freaky Friday, too. I want to be the grandma. I want, And I was oh, like, yeah. I love that it's not an interview go- interviewer, interviewer going, would you ever be interested in that? Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Not... Like, Jamie Lee Curtis is like, here's the plot line. And here's how we should right. do it.
1: and." <laughs> Jamie Lee, like, write it. Do it. I know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> direct, oh, my gosh. Best. After watching her in um, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, I haven't seen I, that, but I just love her. I was about to say, you would like that movie because it's weird as heck. Um, <laughs> but I just was like, wow, you are very versatile. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. But anyway, the rest of the stuff we did this weekend, um, I went and did a spontaneous day trip to see my friend Anna and also my friend Aaron. In Richmond on Saturday, Anna just had a baby a few months ago. Um, and so we kind of did like a get out of the house, like fun little, you know, yeah. thing. Um, I'm all about give give parents like um, a little break from reality, but also just normalcy, you know. Yeah, We don't need to do a spa day. We can just go and hang out and eat cookies together, Yeah, you know. So anyway, so Haley and I did that. And it was, it's, it's fun, too, because they got to hang out with Haley and they've not really gotten to interact with her much and and anytime I'd walk away I'd come back and Haley would be telling them some new like piece of gossip from middle school oh land gosh. I <laughs> would be all ears. eating it up my friend yeah. Anna I've described it as she is um so obsessed and I am too so there's no judgment so obsessed with like gossip but ha- has zero desire for it to be about like anything in her life oh you know what I mean
1: Absolutely. I want and zero so it's like, involvement. Tell me,
0: yeah. And I saw this meme recently that was like, I could care less about what's happening with the Kardashians, but tell me about the night shift staff at Kmart and why they, none of them are speaking to each other. Oh
1: my gosh. I, nothing, nothing feels my fire more than just like general workplace drama. And like, yes. did what? Like, yes.
0: What? Well, and so with like, who? welcome to having, if you have a middle schooler, you'll right. be in heaven because you're right. like, uh, we played this game. I hope I hope every listener that hears this just laughs because this this came out of the thin air for me. Um, but Haley and her friend and then her friend's mom and I went to Bush Gardens um, a few weeks ago. And on the drive back, it was like eleven thirty at night. You know, so we're all tired. Whatever. <laughs> delirious. And, yeah. Delirious. And on the way back. OK. Mind you, on the way there, we're hearing about who likes who and what mm-hmm. couple who's coupling up, who who breaks up and gets back together and, you know, whatever. And then, and then also the drama of, well, so-and-so's dating so-and-so's ex-boyfriend or girlfriend and that, you know, that drama. Yeah. I know. And I'm just like rolling my eyes and eating it up. And at one point on the way back, I said, let's play a game of who likes who that doesn't like them back. And so, and we did a, we, so we did a circle. So we did like friend a likes friend b but friend b doesn't like friend a but friend b likes friend c but friend c doesn't like friend b you know (gasps) and then friend c likes friend d but the problem was (laughs) the person i wanted to make it full circle you know what i mean i wanted to get it all the way back to who likes friend a you know to like kind of hook like everything together (laughs) exactly and that's that's where that's what i described it to somebody i was like after we started i went oh yeah this is like seven degrees kevin bacon um (laughs) but the problem was they go well. We can't actually bring it all the way back to friend A because no one likes friend A. <laughs> <laughs> I was friend A in middle school. Oh my god! No, no, because this kid he's like so thirsty. Like he'll he'll oh, date anybody school. You know what I mean? Like seriously, like ju- yeah. But there's middle school thirsty, and then there's like just bless his heart.
1: Yeah. So, oh, yeah.
0: So anyway, later I said, oh, okay, well, let's start with somebody who like, you know, has a likelihood that somebody likes them back. And they're like, okay. So I said, oh, wait, who likes you guys? Like who, Haley, like Kylie, who likes, who likes you guys? And they, (laughs) they were like thinking and, and oh, this person, this person, this person. Well, we finally found somebody for Haley. Like, oh, so-and-so likes Haley, but Haley doesn't like him back. And then, then I was like, oh, so who does Haley like? And they clammed up. (laughs) And they were like and hey kylie goes i know and then haley goes you tell mine i tell yours like <laughs> we're going, we're going down together
1: like, that is like <laughs> classified information if if there was even a whisper of a threat of telling somebody else who your best friend liked no yes. longer friends nope. like no nope. mm-mm,
0: mm-mm. We're cut. physical we're cut violence would ensue <laughs> yeah so i just said i was dying it's it's stuff like that that I was like, I just want to bottle this moment up. Yeah. And, like, remember it forever. Because we all were oh. giggling so much. There was this little, um, you know, those, like, toy microphones that echo your voice. So, it's, or like, make one. you sound like a little chipmunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Kylie brought that for no reason. And yeah, so, course. I'm going, <laughs> like, a, talk, uh, uh, a game show host. I'm like, who do we like?
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is a core memory for them. Yeah. <laughs> The drive Haley's maybe like, Bush Gardens was fun but the drive back is gonna be a that's exactly what them. the
0: both girls said um yeah Bush Gardens was like a good time but oh the car ride was the
1: best truly like it, <laughs> that would be the equivalent of like me and my best friend from elementary middle high school like we're still friends to this day we would go to um go to the beach like I would go to the beach with her family and no. on the way back heading back into town late at night and that's when we had the flat you know the battery operated cameras with a big obnoxious flash and her mom would get so mad at us because we were just in the back seat with the flash on taking yes, like peace yes. sign photos and like and she's all like this going stuff. blind <laughs> yeah literally she's like if you don't turn that flash off like i'm gonna throw the camera out the window and we we're like okay yes ma'am <laughs> like, that was the equivalent of that
0: yes or like um
1: youth group trips and
0: you'd be in mm-hmm. the bus the like, oh my crappy bands yeah. or whatever. I had a yeah. friend who would crawl under the seats. Like and no. I was like, What are you doing?
1: It's <laughs> so gross down there. Like there's yes. gum and so like, bad. sticky stuff everywhere.
0: <sighs> yeah. So that was um but yeah, we went to Richmond, had a really good time. Um I took like a four hour nap on Sunday afternoon, it's so had a really best. good time doing that. Yeah. Um and yeah, just kinda chill. We had an ice storm Saturday, a Sunday, um mm. into into Monday. Oh, also I came home from Christmas. To a tree being down in my yard. And by the grace of God, it landed, like, in the most perfect spot that didn't hit anything.
1: Oh, my gosh. Um,
0: And then I had a male... uh, No, my coworker's husband, he came over, chopped it up, and Haley and I hauled it to the backyard. Like, the strong... Yeah. Modern women that we
1: are. I love that for you. Because I... Thank you. There's, like, a big pine tree in the backyard with these crazy branches. And... Every day, I'm just convinced that one gust of wind and it's going to be, like, in my kitchen or something. But one day, it was, like, several weeks ago, um, the wind was just crazy here for a couple of days. And I wake up and I'm just, like, in the living room or whatever. And out the back window, I see this, like, ridiculously long, huge branch that just, like, barely missed, like, a power line or something crazy. It looked a lot bigger just in the moment because I was, like, you're not supposed to be there <laughs> you are not supposed to be there so that day i put on my little gardening gloves and like <laughs> went around back and like hauled that sucker because i could just kind of like push it against the back of the tree yeah. line or whatever but i was like yeah. you see that i, I did that i, <laughs> I did that. gun
0: number one and gun number two did it pew pew,
1: um, <laughs> pew, pew so no i i i know how how that must have felt you're like yes. i am homesteading i am like
0: i know well and we have a fire pit that we built um last spring and Mm. he was like this is still too alive to burn you know Mm. and so he was like but give it another few months and so basically by the time (laughs) by the time it warms up enough to have a fire um (laughs) because it's too dang cold to sit out with one right now but um they should be good to go and it was like cedar it smells amazing and i even said at one point i was like wow it smells like my essential oils (laughs) (laughs) For a reason. Um, Truly. But yeah. All right. Well, how How was your weekend or your week?
1: I was literally trying to think back like, what day is it right now? I know. What was last week? Tuesday. Yeah. Like (laughs) being on a weird non-existent schedule, trying to make a Mm -hmm. schedule. I'm like, what Mm -hmm. day is it? Um, But Levi's parents came to town this past weekend. Uh, They got, so last time they visited, they came in on Saturday and left on Monday morning. And so, like, the two of us were able to hang out with them pretty much the whole time. This time, they came in on a Friday and left Sunday morning. So, all day Saturday, I hung out with Levi's parents. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We all went to dinner on Friday, and um, they brought up, like, Christmas presents and stuff. And uh, Saturday, they were like, well, Emily, if you just want to, like, come hang out with us, and then we'll all meet up with Levi, like, when he gets off work you could do that if you want no pressure and i was like absolutely absolutely i will do that (laughs) um but what's funny is uh i drove their truck because obviously they're not from the area and they were just like you can drive us his dad has like an f-250 like a (laughs) A boat a huge truck but like that thing could whip it i'm just saying it was really great Mm. um and i i know the area it was fine it wasn't raining thankfully like it was fine weather but i was like are you are you positive? Like, you've met me twice, but it was fine. Um, and then they bought Munchie a bunch of Christmas presents, and um, <laughs> they got him a harness, because like, I don't know, I want to I want to take him on walks, but he's got a harness that's got sushi on it, and I was really <laughs> excited about that. Um, but that was a really fun time, and um, oh yeah, I got a job. <gasps>
0: Yay! If I had the soundboards, we, do. we don't have the soundboard we used to have. I We need to just get one. Um, I know. I would do the clapping one. So instead,
1: yay. Um, so I got, well, actually two. One of them is more like a supplemental contracted position where I will be working for a company who um, basically is a wellness screening company that like they will go to businesses, set up, a, you know, their wellness screening for the day. All the employees come in, you know, one of those. So I'm... Contracted position to go in, and I have three events lined up where I will go in. And there's a nurse on staff; she takes all the tests, like the blood pressure. Um, I think there's like a finger prick test involved, and I then get the patient to for about ten minutes to go over their results, and then based on the results, I help them set three goals that they will work on for the year, and come back at the next year screening to um, go over that. So it's kind of perfect because it's what we were talking about last week about helping people set goals and I love doing that so um, it's just kind of like a as needed you know per event basis but it's really nice as supplemental stuff. I have three events lined up for that at the end of this month and then I just got the phone call today that I got hired as a part-time personal trainer slash like marketing person um, at a new fitness studio that opens up March 1st in Richmond. So There's a lot of training um, and certifications. They're going to provide the training to get like a new personal training certification and a nutrition certification. And then the studio opens March 1st. Um, I'm starting part time, but honestly, I'm like, you got full time hours in there. Um, They said that Mm -hmm. because it's a. It's a new studio. It's a franchise. Yeah. They're hoping that it will grow and then I'll be able to increase my hours a little bit. But I just got that phone call today and I didn't tell wow. you yet because I wanted yeah, to you tell didn't. you I know, on that's so air. Um, so I have two weeks of online training once all that kind of onboarding gets going. Um, it's essentially just an anatomy physiology review. So I think it'll be pretty easy considering my that's degree. What you just took. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, but I'm excited because those, I mean, I always need a refresher in those because those are not exactly easy subjects. So yeah, get to do that and then um, training like in person when one construction is done, getting used to the machines. It's a really cool concept where the the whole um, design of it is that members only go twice, maximum three times a week, and each workout session is twenty minutes long. It is on machines that calibrate to your individual muscle output so like your first two sessions or so or like an assessment where you essentially get immediate feedback from this machine um based on the percentage that it's calibrated and it's like working in a lot of like slow movements a lot of like working in your negative rep ranges and like basically all this stuff that um people sometimes forget about in the gym when they're just trying to bust out as many reps as possible so this type of machine it really really challenges your mind muscle connection and like your power output and things i'm really excited um they have a lot of youtube videos and podcast episodes out that i've listened to and i'm a i love the idea of a 20 minute workout are you kidding me yeah personally so i'm i'm really excited um it's, it's a job. Yay. Uh, and a lot of room for growth and it'll just be an opportunity to learn more. And, you know, like I said, I was trying to not be too picky about retail or food service and that paid off because I'm, I'm really excited. Well, to to
0: work, you like recently had some injury stuff going on with like some of your heavy lifting, um, Mm -hmm. programs. And so I'd be curious to see, I'm assuming you're going to try it out, like do those workouts too and stuff. I'd be curious to see how much better or worse that it Mm -hmm. like works with your body instead of against it um, and helps you set like appropriate expectations and boundaries with how hard you push
1: yourself. Absolutely. And they they said it's marketed towards people in the, you know, the older 45 and up age range, but also people who, you know, quote unquote, feel like they've tried everything. Um, I personally could see how it would really benefit even, you know, athletes in kind of a injury recovery stage or anybody in an injury recovery stage or just athletes oh. kind of in an off season me um and no, um, also
0: for, for our listeners we're reviewing a movie today that that oh this is to. true so, oh my gosh anyway, um but so but that's or, our tease you have to listen yeah, later on how
1: exactly or um people who are suffering from like hormone issues because you mm. know a lot of really heavy, endocrine intense- system Exactly. Like, I, people, I could see this benefiting people who have PCOS or um, any type of autoimmune, Hashimoto's, something that with, like, high cortisol levels, you know, adrenals out of whack. So, I, yeah. um, I'm i excited to learn more about all that and go through the training and have a job. Uh, so, yay! That's yay. my big highlight from the so week. excited. I'm Snats, happy snaps, for snaps. you. Congratulations. It's like a whole weight has been taken off yeah, my shoulders. Um, but I... I'm looking forward to doing all that and just starting to get back into a routine, a schedule. And I've been trying to keep myself yeah. in into one. But um yeah. yeah so that's Well, it's exciting.
0: also January. Like give yourself a little bit of a break. is just right. a weird month and it's, it's slow weird. and it's supposed it's supposed to be hibernating time and you know, whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, um I'm very much in the headspace of like happy with what I accomplish each day, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to I should have done more. I'm like, yeah. you know,
1: it's it's, it's so tiring like, to say should have, like I'm, yeah. it just makes me so tired. And like I've um, heard a lot of people recently be like, I'm just working on one percent every day, like one percent mm-hmm. improvement every day. I'm like, yeah, I love that. And that movie yeah. actually, I love in the movie that we're going to talk about, it it talks about a term that I have wanted to kind of implement, and it kind of goes along with the cozy hibernating um, vibes that we kind of talked about last week. So uh, yeah. It's going to be a good yeah. movie all around to talk about.
0: Yeah. Well, I am really happy and proud of you for <laughs> getting you. those jobs. I know you Thanks hustled and you really ex- like you expanded kind of the possibilities of the places that you could work um, and you weren't like so narrow minded that it just, you know, shot yourself in the foot. Um yeah. but I also know you and I know you're willing to kind of like see things through while also keeping an open mind on whether or not it's working. So Yeah. Anyway, I'm excited for you. Keep us updated. Um I, know. I defi- definitely definitely want to hear how this gym like fully works when you're in it and stuff. Yeah. Um and then hopefully are you supposed to be bringing in clients or do they hand them to you?
1: So it's a little bit of both, like during the training session in the beginning, we can bring in people who are willing to be like our training guinea pigs while we still get used to it. Um, But we don't have to bring in our own leads to get money like it's a it's a base rate. Um, The studio as a whole, if we like happen to get a lot more members, then we'll kind of share the bonus um and then we we do have to reach out to people who have already inquired so it's no like cold sales thank the lord but it's Mm -hmm. like reaching out to people who have already asked for more information about the gym and then kind of getting them set up for their first um sessions and they also do group classes too so i like that a lot um so yeah it's not really based on me bringing my own which I, i like that it's not too much pressure uh right off the bat
0: yeah that's awesome. Yeah. Well, keep us posted because that I sounds will. really awesome. I will. Um, end? to kind of transition, we can definitely talk about the movie. Um, but before we talk about that, I wanted to explain what you look, like, what you listeners can expect in the next six weeks, I guess. Um, yeah. there uh, is a series of movies. There are a series of movies. Um, called The Wedding Veil, and I, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So long story short. There's these three movies um, about a wedding veil called the wedding veil. and there's it's like they they have little colon and then something else with them with each each title. So those are the original three. Well, this month, January 2023, um, three more movies are coming out, but they are the basically sequel to each of the couples in the original three. Mm-hmm. And I, we were like, oh, let's do the wedding veil. these new there's new movies coming out this month. Yeah. let's do those. And as <laughs> I'm watching the first one, I was like, maybe 20 or 30 minutes in going, first off, I'm just now remembering that there's an original set of movies. And second (laughs) off, I'm missing a lot of information. Right. (laughs) Context (laughs) clues. Yeah. And so I was like, well, let's pause. Let's stop. And let's actually watch the original three, do reviews of those, do these. You know, so Emily and I talked about it yesterday and we switched gears. So... The next six weeks, we will be doing the, uh, one at a time, we'll be doing The Wedding Veil, the original ones, and then The Wedding Veil Expectations is the first one that came out this year, um, starring Lacey Chabert, who we love, I and um, that will be the fourth one, you know, in the, in the movie lineup for us, um, but it'll be the first one of the new 2023 movies, so mm. that's what we're going to do in the next six weeks, um, but we switched gears and we decided to go two years ago. To yeah. 2021 um, to a great little movie and I'm pulling up the info because I keep forgetting the full name um, but it's <laughs> called Taking a Shot at Love and Emily mm-hmm. actually found this one and another one and we chose that one um, but it, it stars Alexa Panavega who you know hashtag Spy Kids Days Spy kids. Um, she play Carmen and um, Luke McFarland who was in? I don't know. Did you watch the a Magical Christmas Village this year? May- maybe <laughs> it was a Christmas Village that was magical. Um, <laughs> uh,
1: at Christmas But time.
0: <laughs> one of my one of my like it was a very good movie this year. I don't know if I made it my top five, but it's pretty dang close. I think it was um, close. And he was in that movie, super cute, you know, whatever. But anyway, so taking a shot at love, the IMDB says a former professional dancer uses ballet to help an injured hockey star get back on the ice. And it has a 7.1 out of time. Yeah. Um Emily, take us away. What 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 are your thoughts initially?
1: Okay, so I didn't really because my brain was still in like Hallmark Christmas movie mode, I was like, oh gosh, how cheesy is this one's gonna be. But I think it was a great level of Hallmark Hallmark sweetness without it being too much because I thought both actors have they're seasoned enough at this point that there didn't feel like any like awkward pauses there wasn't any of that like I'm an actor saying my lines it was like I was watching two characters and like two people in this movie who felt it felt genuine their interactions were were really cute without being over-the-top Um, or like too forced or anything, but yeah, the description covers it pretty well where we have, um, this hockey player named Ryan Cooper or coop. (laughs) Um, (laughs) he was still recovering from a, um, upper, what was it? Upper ligament, like ankle sprain, or he almost like tore the ligament in his ankle and he was having trouble rehabbing it. Um, and at the very beginning of the movie, his coach was like, we need to have, um, kind of like a come to Jesus moment because you're just not able to come back from this injury. So um, we need to think of something. And um, then we have, oh, what was her name? Jenna. Shoot.
0: I just blanked on it. Keep talking. I'll find it. I
1: think it's it, Jenna or something. She, yep, um, Jenna. Jenna. So she, uh, former professional ballerina, owns a studio in this cute little picturesque, you know, type town. And they are preparing for their town's Winterfest, which I giggled at that because I was like, I- I've done one of those. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> well, actually,
0: but... I- I, like the Christian in me was like, oh, yeah, like the Christian concert. Right,
1: <laughs> right. Back in the day. And then it was like yeah. so many Winterfests. Um, and her studio is preparing for that performance. Meanwhile, she's also dealing with a rent increase and then kind of local competition from a uh, – a new dance team that does competitions and she's losing a lot of uh, dancers to that. And that's kind of like her thing. She says she doesn't want dance to be about winning trophies. Uh, She just wants like her students to love dance. And that's kind of like her stance as a studio owner. Um, So that's kind of like her dilemma at the beginning. And then obviously his dilemma is that he wants to be able to play and, you know, he can't imagine his life without hockey, quote unquote. Um, We find out that her cousin is his agent and Uh, she and her cousin are having dinner one night and he was talking about how he's got this athlete who can't recover from this injury and she's like oh yeah that's a hard one to come back from because we find out she had the same injury and used ballet to rehab so that's how they get connected her cousin is like hey uh will you train him we'll pay you really well so like obviously that kind of helps with the rent increase a little bit and then um then, then Coop gets to come and stay in her guest house, this loft above the garage that we have, like, a funny moment, a uh, f- funny dialogue about. And uh, she trains him in ballet once a day. And eventually, you know, there's a blossoming romance and all this all this other cute stuff where he kind of falls in love with her and the town, and it's this big dilemma of, do I go back to hockey or do I stay? Like, what do I do? I really want to go back to hockey. And do I need to have a backup plan and all this stuff? So that's, like the gist of it but i really liked it i thought it was really cute there was
0: there's this couple that it was her it was jenna's neighbor um and we got to know her at first and she Mm -hmm. was really just funny great personality really great dynamic um and then we meet her husband like later Mm -hmm. into the movie and it turns out that he had played hockey at one point but had um decided not to pursue it for um you know just really A cool reason um and then later coop involved him and helping this kid out who was like struggling with some hockey moves and it just kind of brought back this love you know that matt had for hockey and later the power goes out because of a really nasty ice storm and because they were neighbors they could just walk over so um jenna was like why don't you guys come over for a movie or for game night and then ryan comes down from the guest house to like you know hang out with her check on her so all four of them are playing poker super cute moment so really cute. enjoyed just all of that because she had she said that she has um she doesn't have a poker like a, she, she can't bluff and so he calls her on her bluff and it was just a really cute moment whatever and then the couple was like i think it's time for us to go <laughs> she, the, like, eye contact she made with matt matt was like oh uh, okay yeah let's go <laughs>
1: that is so that was so perfect because there were so yeah. many moments where the neighbors like the guy is completely oblivious and the the wife is like we should probably give them mm-hmm. some space or we should yeah. i think it's time to go and then at the we very end <laughs> yeah we have that thing and he's like what are you talking about but yeah. at the very end it was flipped a little bit where they uh the neighbors saw jenna and and ryan like out in the town and um the wife was like we should go say hi and the husband matt was like or we can just leave them alone. And she goes, I'm rubbing off on you. <laughs> yes.
0: I <laughs> so, so love cute. Because here's the thing. The whole movie, it's like the beats were so on point. Like mm-hmm. they were, the banter was a- amongst everyone. Witty and comfortable and, mm-hmm. you know, just solid. I was never cringing going, ugh, like you knew they were going to say that. Or, right. Or, you know, like, oh, that the timing was so off with, you know, what you said or even that sometimes this is such a dumb thing but it it, it's like the hand movements of actors can be so stiff and awkward and like okay I'm saving my line and I'm comfortable with it and at the end of my line then I'll touch your arm right you're like what what that was so weird yeah Yeah, it's like the it's like physical touch should be flowing and, and fluid within the conversation, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be blocky and so obvious. Like, um, and I, I say this all the time. I think I've said this on the podcast several times. Um, But <laughs> I will yell in the middle of like this moment where they're standing next near each other or somebody bumps into somebody. I'm like, oh, their elbows are making out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, but you want it to be like that, that like little subtle moment where you just kind of notice that they when they got bumped together, they didn't separate, you know? And you're like, oh, like, but you don't want it to be this just super obvious, obnoxious thing. And everything that they did was just good. I I, I sat there and I went, why am I in love with this movie? Like it sucked me in. I was on my phone for a little bit of it. And then I kept kind of looking away going, this is actually, this is such a good movie. Mm -hmm. Um And I, uh, the the one thing that I remember thinking was at the beginning of the movie, when we're learning who the other, you know, who each character is, um, Ryan was, yes, he was skating on the ice. He was um, struggling to kind of make his transitions and have have that power move, whatever, because of his ankle. And later, um, after the cousin kind of made that connection of, oh, wait, maybe some like ballet rehab could help you. He's, like, sitting on the couch playing, ho- like, a hockey video game, and he's just so annoyed. I've tried everything, and da 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 And I, I actually kind of enjoy the that dialogue because the cousin or the agent was like, dude, this is it. Yeah. Like, y- there's nothing else. This is it. You have to put in the work here or your career is over. And he wouldn't mm-hmm. even, like, consider that. And so he kind of got a little, like, you know, come to Jesus, little talk, and that, that part was good. But he was this, like... They, they said he was this, like, spoiled brat type thing. I don't know if that came across super well. I liked, um, she said the guest house, uh, the TV was broken. And he mm-hmm. was like, oh. And then a while later, he it, sh- it shows that he ordered a TV. It was a hysterical, like, scene. I love that so scene. So funny. But to me, I kept going, I don't know if I'm getting, not spoiled, but, like, she, she said, oh, you're used to always getting your way, huh? Right. And I was like, mm, they didn't do a good job of, like, building that up. Yeah, I agree. Because, because
1: I liked him right off the bat. Like, he didn't yeah. come across yeah. as, like, this spoiled, entitled, like, uppity no. person. I was just like, oh, maybe, I like, yeah. I just like him. And I get why he would be in that mindset of, like, I've tried everything. Oh, yes. And, like, yeah. you know, maybe get a little bit of a, a tough love. Like, mm-hmm. hey, if you really want this, you're going to have to try something that you haven't tried right. yet. But yeah, I, agree. Now, I will I say like, mm.
0: they had the stereotypical be there right at noon for our lesson. And then he shows up right at one. Yeah. And she's annoyed with him. I'm like, well, that's valid. Um, yeah. But she also made him join the little kid children's dance class. So, like five year old. Yeah. <laughs> if, and he was sore and exhausted the next day. And I was like, that's hilarious. Like so that was funny. so funny. Yeah. And. The perfect way to kind of put somebody who thinks um, everybody should serve their timeline, it puts mm-hmm. them kind of in their place of like, nope, you know, I, I am getting paid, but I'm not getting paid to deal with that. Yeah. Um, that part, I was like, okay, yeah, I can see that he probably thinks like, you know, she serves him type of thing. But I just never really got, you're not used to getting told no, are you? I was like. Yeah. yeah. If if they wanted that to come across, they should have done a couple more scenes Totally. with him being in a restaurant and getting ticked off that you know it wasn't served perfectly or mm-hmm. um you know being told no in certain scenarios and then manipulating the situation to where it was a yes like they should have done yeah. a couple of those to prove that they didn't i agree with you i liked him kind of right off the bat yeah. um so i wish they had dropped that like yeah. character flaw or something
1: in that scene it's you know he's he's like staying in the guest house and you can see that she had texted him while he was on his way saying that she had to stay late at the studio and he and she told him where the key to the guest house was so then she gets home and he's in her house on her couch watching TV and stuff and he's just like do you normally ma- like make it a point to not knock before you enter she's like before entering my own house yeah <laughs> yeah that's what i do and so the whole moment was like he thought that her house was the guest house and then when yeah. he saw when he saw where the guest house was he was like isn't that the garage and she was like no it's a beautifully decorated and fully furnished loft above the garage <laughs> so yes. that it was just funny like that was funny it was so to me. funny from yeah. him it just felt like it was a misunderstanding and it was just a humor moment not like a oh you always get what you want type yeah. thing and his yeah. character his frustration as the character to me came across as like what any like quote unquote macho sports guy would feel if he was told that he had to go do ballet it's just like a that's how i would expect somebody who doesn't understand the you know what ballet entails to be then told that they have to go do ballet
0: and then we had we see like this is why i just didn't like that character flaw for him because it didn't i don't think that he had growth i think that he had opportunities to show who he really was Mm -hmm. in a good way um so i was like this is why him being a spoiled brat just does not come across um no but there was this there was this moment when he's struggling with a dance move and he said i'm so glad people don't know i'm here because this would be a funny video that would go viral and like ruin me you know and he was just kind of being like a joking about it he wasn't being super dramatic this boy walks in and has, like, wide eyes, and it was like, oh, you're Ryan Cooper, and he was like, uh, okay, you know, and he's yeah. talking to the kid, and he's like, oh, do you take ballet here, and he was like, yeah, and they talked about that, for. and I also play hockey, and he was like, oh, well, that's cool, and then um, he said, hey, can you do me a favor, don't tell anybody I'm here, and he's like, why is ballet embarrassing? Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I love that moment. Yeah. And he was like, uh, no, I just don't want people to know I'm rehabbing. You know, hush, hush. Like, I don't want them to and, know my secrets. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, I like that explanation because you didn't in front of the kid, you know, diss on yeah. ballet. But later, there were, like, these three fellow hockey players for the for the kid, you know, the kid's team. Yeah. And they were like, hey, man, we're going to go play. Hey, Felix, we're going to go play. um, you know some hockey do you want to come and he was like no i've got my dance recital tonight oh you dance and ryan cooper walks up and he was like yeah so do i um it really helps with your hockey and they like go in and i was like i love i kind of knew that that was going to happen where he was going to basically like help boost her studio with the story of like basically this can help any athlete rehab, you know, or, like, strengthen. And so kids, parents with kids who are athletes, actual, you know, just, like, grown athletes, you know, can all come and take advantage. Kind of figured that that was going to happen. But I loved that moment where in front of Felix to his friends, the NHL player was like, yeah, "Yeah, hockey's great.
1: I I think we forgot to mention that. He, like, his character plays for the New York Rangers, like, as an NHL player. So, like, professional level, he's a big, big deal. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And I kind of, yeah, they just, they did... they did all of that imagine um you know back in the day when you were watching a movie and like yeah the storyline was about the big basketball game but really the whole movie was so like not really about that and then in the end that part happened you're like okay cool you know but
1: Mm -hmm.
0: that was just a it was like a minor character um and I think that they did a good job with it where I didn't feel like the hockey part was cheesy I didn't feel like the ballet part was cheesy um but I also recognized that it was like 12 seconds in a two second or in a two minute scene you know right. it's like it was there as as part of it but wasn't the whole thing but I am curious every time like when I watch something with sports I'm critiquing how they portrayed it because I'm like what you just did was like what a middle school team level skill level would do Yeah. um and so and like there's like volleyball movies for instance or like basketball or football that I'm like okay um but I'm always curious with dance or with singing, what are your thoughts? Like, when you see her, the, the program that she built for those kids, you know, to do whatever, were you, like, um, distracted, thinking, oh, that's not even that good? Or were you like, wow, or do, does it even, do you just gloss over it?
1: I think normally I, I focus on it a lot. Um, like, the other dance movie that I watched for Christmas uh, was it Stepping into the Holiday or something. Yeah. Um, some parts of that, I was like, okay, okay. Um, but then this one, I thought it was a really good representation of where kids that age, like what level they would be at. Um, and I thought they did a great job, like accurately representing the the kids. Um, like a few of them, I noticed like, oh girl, you needed to point that toe a little harder or whatever, but Mm. like overall, very good representation. I thought the final, like final ballet performance was beautiful i thought the the costumes were accurate for the the boys and the girls like the the guys in their t-shirts and tights like that was completely accurate um felix is a star um he's so good like his um his like final moment across the stage the couple times he did it i was like yes felix like i was literally cheering for him he was so good um (laughs) What? So earlier I texted Sophie and I was like, hey, have you watched it yet? Are you far into it? <laughs> I've been like um, dying. I'm like, what is she going I, to say for this? <laughs> I'm so happy you asked me this question. So there was that one moment, they're like at a fire pit or outside her house and they re- the fire is getting low. So um, Jenna and Ryan go into the barn to get firewood and they happen upon all of her old like dance posters from when she was a Prima Ballerina. <laughs> that one poster of her... <laughs> that one poster of her
0: whoever photoshopped that you should be fired
1: (laughs) i the the worst part is i think that was actually her trying to do it like that move i thought her face
0: was just so photoshopped onto somebody else's body i
1: think that was alexa Penavega like trying to do a dance move and it was too hard for her to do because like she's a very talented performer like do you remember after spy kids or was it like I think it was Spy after Kids too. It was after Spike Spy Kids too that she did that
0: she, dance and sing the that dance singing. The dance thing. and singing scene, yeah.
1: like, like, she is a great performer. She has moves, Poss- probably not ballet. Um, she has enough ballet training, I say, to actually have been the, the ballet teacher in this movie. But the, the poster of her, I was like, girl, they should have gotten you to do a different move because it was supposed to be like, if you're familiar with ballet, or like, you'll see, it's called a ponce. Where essentially they're on one leg, the other leg is really high up in the air, like almost diagonally, and they're like gently like reaching towards the floor, but it still looks very graceful. They're just essentially inverted. Um, I think that's what she was going for, and that did not happen. So I was like, oh, nah.
0: (laughs) Now I need to go back and see it. I don't remember that at all.
1: But even if it wasn't supposed to be, so the ponche is that it's like a very extreme, like like basically standing splits. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but your upper body is still very, like, lifted and yes. elevated and pretty. Um, and arabesque is kind of like that, but your leg is not fully up. Mm. It's just maybe 90 degree or slightly right. higher. And, you're right. again, you're elevated and, you know, graceful and lifted and pretty. Either way, it didn't really achieve that. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> Um okay but then there was a moment yeah. where later it was a little montage of the two of them dancing together and she did an arabesque and i was like my arabesque would not look that good now so like yeah. girl if you well, haven't been I dancing for years where i
0: was like you know i love you know i loved the ballet mm-hmm. i don't know there's something about when movies portray like ballet dancers and they have like the certain type of like tops that they'll wear and, oh the like, ballet the style I was like I love it. I so on point. Mm-hmm. Her hair the whole movie super cute and multiple hairstyles. Gorgeous. Like yes. it wasn't the only one hairstyle look. Um but it also wasn't overly fancy. It was just mm-hmm. like, you know, she put effort into it. Yeah. Um and then just the way that she carried herself. Mm-hmm. Um she very much was, like, like there was an awkward tension between Jenna and Ryan, which translated a few scenes into their, like, interactions into kind of a, like, chemistry sexual tension. Yeah. And I liked that. I liked that slow transition, and then you could kind of see the looks and the smiles and the hesitancy and, you know, yeah. whatever. So I'm like, okay, I really like that part, but despite kind of the awkwardness, she was in- incredibly, like, um confident. And yeah. she would look this grown man who's this hockey player who, you know, is a pretty big name and he's attractive. She'd look him in the eye and be like, get over yourself. Because yeah. he would be kind of boohooing, you know, this injury, a stupid injury, whatever. And she was like, and it happened to me and, and I rehabbed. You got to trust me and just do it correctly. Yeah. Get over it. You know, get yeah. over yourself and do the ballet move. You got to put in the work. You got to do the stuff. And... I just love that she was confident that this this was the right solution for him. Mm-hmm. I loved that she was confident in her philosophy with dance, which is I want it to be enjoyable and fun. I don't want it to be about competition. And every person was basically like, you need to cave on your convictions to make money. And she was like, I just don't want to.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and I was like, good for you. You know, either way, it's not that I agree with her or disagree with her. But I was like, if that's what you strongly feel, then yeah. like, go for that. And then... Even her confidence in the level of privacy she had in her life. I was like, I, I am glad, I'm glad to watch a woman push against somebody who's prying into her life enough times Mm -hmm. before he's kind of earned the right to know. Um, and even just some of the things that it was like, oh, you should just, you should just convert the barn into a studio. And she was like, it would take a lot of money and work to get this up to code. Like, I just don't, that's not really what I want to be doing. Um, yeah. I don't know. There was just something about the way that Alexa Vega, Pena Vega just existed that I was like, you're an awesome person. I actually really yeah. think in real life Alexa and I
1: would be good friends. <laughs> like, she, uh, do you follow her on Instagram? Her. I don't, but I will be. Oh, you should. Like, yeah. cute, super cute stuff with her family. And like, yeah. she's... Well, her and her just...
0: husband... For those who don't know, they do a lot of Hallmark movies together. Like together, they do yeah. deals. They are apparently doing a series of movies together. I
1: think um, I saw a preview for that or something. Yeah. So
0: they do a lot of stuff together. I really like them together. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually were Young Living like ambassadors for a while, where it was kind of like an influencer. You know, so like Young yeah. Living would send them products and they would, you know, promote it or whatever. Yeah. And they they love Young Living, so I was like. You guys are just awesome. yeah
1: her Instagram so cute like super family oriented so like because I follow her on Instagram and I've kind of seen obviously what she posts so it's you know all curated to an extent but just seeing that and then kind of seeing how that translated into her acting now that she's a mom and um, she's got a couple kids I think she just had a baby recently too so like in those scenes where she was interacting with the kids. I was like, oh my gosh, you just like, that just seems so natural for you because yeah. that just seems like you coming through in that moment. And and to your point of her kind of like not giving up all her information at once type thing, she always approached it with kind of like a kindness and almost like a sense of humor. It wasn't this overly dramatic moment of like, I just don't want to talk about it. She was like, "Um, and that's as much as I'm going to say. So let's go. Yep. like. It was just very real. And I was like, oh, I that I respect that without it coming across as like overly dramatic because we do learn Sorry. about her past and like kind of why she left professional dancing. And that kind of goes to her um, convictions of like she didn't leave because of her injury, but she left for, you know, other sh- relational issues. And she was like, I had a, a fallback and this is just kind of like the hand I was dealt, but I need to make the best of it. And so I want these kids to really love dance and not do it for anything other than the love of it. Because, like, I don't think she wanted to leave professional dancing, but was essentially forced out. And so she still wanted to have the love of dancing, even though her situation had changed. So it was like that came across to me and I loved her even more for that. So I think that helped Ryan's character a lot, too, because he was so much like. I don't know who I am without hockey. And she's like, well, sometimes having a fallback isn't such a bad idea. And it doesn't mean that you don't love hockey. It just means that you have to make the best of whatever you're given and, like, stand in that conviction. And I was like, yes,
0: girl. Yes. Yes. And you know what? I don't usually like this. We actually say all the time that we want to know that they can succeed, you know, at the mm-hmm. end. Um, mm-hmm. But I like that the ending actually was relatively open-ended on what yeah. would happen with his career. What would happen mm-hmm. with their relationship? What would happen with her dance studio? Um, there were solutions kind of in place. Like, so in the end, he gets called back. Um, he thought he was going to play minor league locally um, for uh, a little bit before kind of proving to the major league team that he was on, major league, the the NHL team that he was on, um, that he was fine. That's normal. Yeah. You know, that's pretty normal. Yeah. No big deal. And so he was kind of hinting at, like, so I'll be around, you know, and, and whatever. And then he gets a call. Next day needs to be playing at, in the NHL game, whatever. And so um, he goes. They're basically like, all right, this is over, that kind of thing. And he comes back mm-hmm. in the end. And he said, no one says I have to live in New York during the offseason. Mm-hmm. And I, that's what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, dude, offseason, yeah. you know. Um, and, you know, she smiled, whatever. And I'm like, okay, cool. Maybe this will work. Mm-hmm. Maybe it won't. But there's a lot of really cool character development that happened for the both of them yeah. that I think they both have mellowed out, they've chilled out, and they'll they'll make it. And she also traveled with her, like, uh, dance company, you know, mm-hmm. um, when she, before she had it, that injury. So I was in there going, she knows what it's like to kind of be on yeah. the road, deal with all that, and then have an off season, you know. So I was in there going, that actually has a strong possibility of working out, but I like that it's open-ended and that I don't yeah. know for sure. And then with his career, you know, tomorrow he could blow out a knee, who knows, but he wanted to keep up the ballet lessons, which was cute, you know, um, to be able to continue. And then he announced basically to the world, thanks to this method that this one person did, you know, I'm back. So you should too. And, you know, is handing her a ton of business that way. Um, but also it, she didn't necessarily show us that she was going to survive, the losses she was having to her business. Mm-hmm. But I felt like, okay, I think that you could, you know, with this new shift of like, oh, helping with rehab, like type of thing. Yeah. And I just kind of liked that it wasn't all tied up in a perfect little bow. It was kind of yeah. nice.
1: Yeah. Cause they only spent about a month together. And so like, I like that the ending wasn't him just being like, I'm staying here. Like after a, a month together, That's a little give up
0: your your
1: perfume. Yeah, you're gonna give up a lot for a month with one person. That seems a little rash. Um, so I love that there was that balance in there too, because I feel like in a lot of Hallmark movies, sometimes it is all or nothing. And we've talked about before, it's like there's nothing wrong with like women having careers, (laughs) like,
0: but also there's nothing wrong with the guy, like the guy sitting there saying, I still want what I want. Yeah, and her going, Yeah, my studio is here, I'm Mm -hmm. going to be here. And it was like they had a decent enough solution. Yeah. It was was like two adults were talking to each other.
1: (laughs) Literally. And like I loved it too because when he got the call that he had to leave, they both had a very adult conversation and were kind of just like, we only ever were promised a month. And it's been a month. This is, you know, what we need to do. And then she was sad. He was sad. But they said their goodbyes and he left. And it wasn't this big like overly like – dramatic argument of him trying to say something and her not listening and all this stuff but then i thought it was so sweet the next day she's prepping for the concert and her friend the the neighbors come up and they're watching the game on on the phone and they're like don't you want to see him play he's playing already and she's just like no i have to get ready and you know he scores the winning goal and she's like crying she's like tearing up she's like she's like go get him coop and the friend is like are you okay and she's like no i really miss him and i'm like oh my gosh it <laughs> was so sweet so then he, and it was you normal know, it was a normal, it was normal. thing
0: it wasn't overly yeah. really dramatic you're right like it wasn't that but jenna i just i don't want to hear it turns yeah. he and like walks yeah. away and he's like i love you you know under his breath or something stupid right um instead it's like you said you know we had 30 days whatever um and then later when really the reality of him being gone set in
1: mm-hmm. and
0: the reality of him playing for that team set in because she's watching him that's when it probably just crashed on her
1: yeah you know she's and like, she was I like really miss him yeah. like girl yeah <laughs> oh my gosh um uh, the so one good.
0: critique I have about his coming back is she was backstage and like the woman that was like running the the Winterfest program. Was like, yeah, my son um, plays hockey with Felix and was mentioning, and like in the middle of her basically getting some business, he interrupts. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, bro, let her get the same. Let her do her elevator
1: then. pitch. Like, yeah,
0: know. Like get yeah. her son to get her to sign her sign up before you like. For real. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he was in like his tux right after a game. Yeah. Like it yeah. was the same day as a game, and he was like, "Hey, coach, is it okay if I skip the press conference?" and he's yeah. like why you got somewhere else to be he's like actually i do and then we find then out find later out. he he takes his boss or his coach's helicopter now to the get owner to the owner of the team the owner yeah, yeah. <laughs> his uh, his helicopter to get there fast enough to like yes. make the the yes. performance so well did you, you know. notice so
0: it's okay so i genuinely love this movie but it's so funny to kind of critique some of these things cuz it's like why why did you guys do that um but He's outside of the little like theater thing. Um, after the program's over and all, like several of the adults were like getting his autograph and stuff. And then he looks at Jenna and he was like, "Can we go and talk somewhere private?" And then they go to a public like public outdoor space. bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: like the one like, the one public space that they've been congregating at throughout the yeah. whole movie. But to
0: me, it's always so. I said that I I sighed like I'm annoyed. I'm actually really happy about this. Um. But Hallmark and Great American Family and um, uh, Lifetime – well, it's not so much Lifetime, but those two especially are kind of known for, like, the kiss, not the sex. You know, like, there's – and there's not really even an innuendo of any – impropriety happening um and so it wouldn't make sense for a hallmark movie for their like we're going to be private to go to like their house and then her house and then like kiss and there's a possible innuendo that you know it carried on um and so if you'll notice a lot of times like nine times out of ten the moment when they like get together quote unquote or whatever it's like Outdoors, Yeah. Kind of near people off to the side at the family gathering. Like mm-hmm. there's not very many moments when they are alone and you don't know what happens. Like you yeah. t- if they are alone, you see the whole scope of their aloneness and it's all appropriate and above board. Yeah. I like that because I'm just kind of tapped out on the just junk sometimes. And I like mm-hmm. that there's kind of a wholesome, you know, here's what dating looks like without, you know, sex being involved um but it always makes me laugh like i just really need to talk to you one on one goes and yeah. stands in the middle of a crowd you know in the middle um, of a crowd
1: <laughs> yeah and you're just like uh, yeah okay um I but it was so was cute so yeah super cute and um i was curious too like just knowing how so alexa penavega knowing how much she and her husband always do movies together um i was curious i was like how steamy is his kiss gonna be because that's not your husband like I was just curious but I do love that that there was one other time in the movie where they were like they were like getting kind of close and were interrupted um but otherwise it was just sweet moments of like she would give him a hug or like he he grabbed a couple times
0: and it was cute yeah, yeah
1: like he would grab her hand and it was just like sweet and then at the very end it was like that's all i need that's that that was perfect it wasn't like throughout the whole movie there was like an interrupted kiss every steamy. corner yeah yeah i i heard something or read something the other day that was like like women love romance novels so much like the like the not super steamy romance novels so much because it's just like oh my gosh he he touched her elbow. Oh my gosh! He like <laughs> like the Mister Darcy like yes, flexing his hand because yes. he just uh, like wanted. Like uh, that I stuff that said the Darcy flexing his
0: hand is better um, than anything that happens in all of the Twilight series.
1: <laughs> for real, and like somebody was saying, I think it was a conversation about like the female gaze and what we actually find attractive, yeah. and it, yeah. and somebody was saying like. Reading certain romance novels, obviously not the spicy ones, but like reading certain romance novels makes me feel like I'm like a preteen again, where it's just like, oh, he held her hand, like yeah. oh my gosh.
0: There like, was a moment when they held he only hair. two fingers in this movie. Like I uh-huh. think it was, I think it was an accident, but they just like rolled with it, which is fine, yeah. and I kind of liked that. um But like they were, she had her, her hands were gloved, and he he was just walking, and I think it might have been at the end where she's kind of like they're kind of trying to hold each other's hand and it ended up being not, but I was like, that's normal. Like that's not when you're first holding hands with somebody, you don't always do it correctly. And you're kind of like figuring each other out. And anyway, yeah, I agree. I, I love reading a book and, and like he puts his hand on the small of her back and I'm like,
1: (gasps) yeah. Or like, he just like tucks a piece of hair behind her, like gets the hair out of her face or something. It was just like a conversation about like, just the, like, the innocence, but also the tenderness of just like those little moments, and how, as a reader or a watcher of something like that, you're just like, oh, oh my gosh! Yep. Like the bar is not that high. It's just like, yep. like clench your hand because you want you want to touch <laughs> me so bad, but you can't. Yes. And somebody was like, also, Anthony Bridgerton, yeah. merely breathing. <laughs> it's like, yes, yes. <laughs> um, I look at it like
0: there's plenty of other stuff out there. Um, and I kind of enjoy a movie that, um, I don't, yeah, like it builds up the small stuff in a really Mm -hmm. good way. Um, so you kind of know, you're like, oh my gosh, they just, they're almost just made out. Um, (laughs) but I also like it because I think a lot of adults... I don't know, I I feel it very much right now where I'm like, I need like nineteen signs before I would assume that you liked me. You know, or or like whatever. And you kind of see that in some of these movies where they're just not confident they know how the other person feels. Yeah. And you're like, Yeah, that's why you guys have touched each other's arms nine thousand times. (laughs) Because you're like, What do you do when I do that? Yeah. (laughs) Um, That was your reaction. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of real, too. You know, it's not always this like the perfect kiss, the perfect handhold, the perfect makeout session. And then it just turns into like bedroom fun stuff. It's like, well, that doesn't really translate to real life half the time because mm-hmm. it's all just very awkward. So anyway, <laughs> um, I just I still I found that. Can we talk privately? And then goes to like a, a, a outdoor crowd. <laughs> yeah a bigger crowd there were like three people outside the theater all walking away from them and he was like we yeah. need some privacy <laughs>
1: a- aka we need better ambient lighting for this panel yeah. scene and that's what it was
0: the string <laughs> yeah. lights it were pretty and it was romantic it was and yeah her her outfit um she had a blue pea coat that was like so a cute. really clean classic line it wasn't cinched in um but it also was very flattering for her body so mm-hmm. really like that the whole movie sometimes i do this and whatever I kept thinking about how basically everybody reminded me of, of another actor. Mm -hmm. Um, and so Alexa Panavega reminded me of Hillary Duff, like older Hillary, like current Hillary Duff. Um, and, um, Luke McFarlane reminded me of Justin Hartley from this is us. Like the Mm -hmm. younger, the, the white brother. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and then I was like, I was about to say blonde. It's like, no, he's white. (laughs) Um, and then, um, The friend, what was the friend's name? Um, Erin. She Mm. reminded me of, oh gosh, uh, the girl that played Taylor in High School Musical. Um, the black girl.
1: Monique Coleman.
0: Monique Coleman. Her her. facial expressions and like her little like just some of the things that she said, I was like, wow, that's exactly how Monique Coleman acts. Um, and I love it. Like it was just Mm -hmm. perfect. Um, and then was there anybody else? For those three specific specifically, I kept thinking about the whole movie, and I was cracking up. I was like, why Why am I thinking of other actors with these two? Right. Um, but anyway, what yeah. would you give it out of 10? Uh, out IMDb 10? said
1: 7.1. I agree with that. I want to say like a 7.5-ish. Um, I, I think I liked it a little bit more than IMDb did. So like, you know, 7.5-ish.
0: I honestly might give it an 8.5. Really? Yeah. Like, I'm that. considering buying it. <laughs> And having it as like one of my in my stash. I would watch it again. Stash. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've said that about like one of these movies. But I'm like, no, I already told Haley I want her to watch it.
1: Yeah, it's so good. I um it reminds me so actually, um, Ryan at the beginning of the movie when his agent first proposed the idea of the ballet, he he said something, he was like, What? And I'm gonna become a figure skater or like we're gonna become figure skaters and go to the Olympics. Um, that is a movie <laughs> That's yes, a movie the that came edge. out. Yeah. And I was like, I watched... Because I loved figure skating growing up, so I watched The Cutting Edge, yep. like any figure skating movies. So when he said that, I was like, oh, Mom! I like texted mm-hmm. my mom. I was like, you have to watch this movie. Um, she's probably seen it because she's also a Hallmark fan. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I would definitely watch it again. And there was something in the movie that I mentioned earlier, the whole concept of Huga that she talks about, the Danish word Huga that was on mm-hmm. the mantle. And that is the term that perfectly encapsulates kind of what I talked about last week. And I'm really, I love that they kind of featured that in this movie. Essentially it is um, the Danish word for just coziness, like being in the moment, um, not basically just being very present and aware and kind of slowing down and enjoying the stillness. But appreciating your that moment and appreciating the stillness, even if you're like with other people. So in the movie, she talked about like huga to me feels like you're by a fire, you're with hot cocoa, you've got a blanket, and then your friends and family are around, and you're just like in that moment thinking, wow, I love being in this moment. This is exactly like what I need. And I've tried to kind of adopt that into my life as a whole because it's kind of like a whole lifestyle that you can – implement in little ways throughout your day that it kind of honors rest but also brings that awareness into other moments of your of your day even if it's a super busy moment and like you have a lot going on and you have a lot of errands to run or something it's just like appreciating a song that you're listening to or appreciating how the sun looks or the trees or something Um, some of the ways that you can like easily incorporate it because like she made her coffee a little bit slower. That was her way mm. of incorporating it in her day, like making your coffee a little bit slower. The way that you guys do like the big breakfasts, that mm-hmm. to me is like completely what Huga means. And then, you know, a board game or making pancakes. It's like anything you want to do. For me, it's like reading under soft lighting with a cozy blanket with like a uh, like a diffuser or you know something happening and that is like hibernation era to me and so I'm excited I want to keep implementing that I know I want to keep implementing that especially in the winter cozy months I think a lot of people this year were trying to combat seasonal affective disorder by like embracing this coziness and like really getting excited about the cozy aspects um, of winter and and things like that. Uh, So I'm excited to keep implementing it in winter, but also see how I can take that into like my spring and summer and fall and like how I can incorporate mindfulness and just like being in the moment and whatever I do. Um, So I love that they, they kind of highlighted that um, in this movie from two years ago, because it's something that I'm trying to do now and highly recommend. And it's, I think just a way to bring awareness, like, Sometimes naming something is a way to bring awareness to it. And so if you're just like, I am so huga right now. and <laughs> It's like, I'm crocheting my blanket while watching a movie. Like, yeah. you know, there's soft twinkle lights and I am drinking a cup of eggnog or whatever. So Ugh. I love that they, they did that.
0: I I don't think I gravitated to that as much as you did, but now I mm-hmm. am. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, I really like that explanation you gave, and I'm thinking, I don't even think I noticed her, the coffee part, I know, I mean, he he mentioned it, but I just thought, like, she, in the beginning of the movie, they talked about that she's, like, all about her coffee, so I just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, chalked it up to that and didn't think much of it, but I really like that idea. Um, I, I was actually telling a friend recently, while most families try to do dinners together, typically... Like Haley and I get a really good breakfast in. And for Mm -hmm. somebody who's not a morning person, that's a huge deal. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, but we sit down, it's about like, and we do like our devotion over breakfast. Um, and it really is like, it slows us down. We have to eat all of it. Um, while we're still trying to like get to school and stuff like that, It just kind of pauses our morning by 20 minutes, Mm -hmm. which is a game changer. Um, But something I got away from that I'm currently working – this is my, like, 1% right now – working to get back to is um, in the evenings, I'll, like, you know, grab my Kindle and, like, watch a TV show while I tidy up the kitchen, wash my face, um, brush my teeth, whatever. Um, But used to, I intentionally had nothing and just let the silence be it and my brain Mm -hmm. could kind of process stuff. And then by the time I went to bed, I was, like, relaxed and I could read and go to bed. And instead of, like, wishing away the evening routine, I just, like, sat in it, you know, and just was in it. Mm -hmm. Um, And for whatever reason, I got away from that. And it's, like, so inconvenient, you know. It's so inconvenient Mm -hmm. to wash my face. I'm just going to distract myself. Right. Um, (laughs) And I swear, like, the slowdown is so good at night. Yeah. Especially Um, at night. Yeah. And I'm trying to get it back. So. Anyway, and, like, we'll do this. It's, you know, for our listeners, it's 830 at night. Um, mm-hmm. We're doing, a, you know, I'm fine. But when we get off, when we get kind of done, I can be a little bit like I was just talking and I need to keep talking and there's, there needs to be sound and, you know, whatever. And it's like my brain is dying for silence. Mm-hmm. You know, dying, mm-hmm. like craving just quiet and stillness. Um, So I kind of like that. And I, it almost makes me want to go, what was, <laughs> what was Huga about my day today? Um. Yeah. And just seeing, like, how I can draw that in. and I like the small thing, like coffee. Yeah. Like a yeah. one thing, not um, – and I love what you just described, but I also know that that can be a lot for somebody to set up. So mm-hmm. I kind of like that it's like, well, what one thing can you make slower?
1: Yeah. There's this really great list that I just found on Pinterest, um, which Ooh. I will do a better job of updating on Pinterest. But um, <laughs> it's 30, 30 winter season hygge ideas um, – But they're very, I mean, they could be things that people are already doing. Like one of them is play a board game, listen to music, uh, do a puzzle, wearing cozy slippers. It's also about like community and stuff. Um, So if that's something that you're already doing, then awesome. If it's something that you don't normally do, maybe it's like maybe you invite somebody over for like a movie night or invite your neighbor over for coffee or something. So a lot of people might already be doing it, but sometimes it's like an appreciation might change.
0: You know, two things. One, whenever Haley's like friends are over and stuff, I either like take their phones honestly, or um, I have the rule, like no phones in her room, you know, and so they'll leave it out here or something. Um, And Haley had a sleepover a few years ago for her birthday and um when I it was like ten o'clock at night, I said, Tell your parents ahead of time, you're not gonna have your phone. If they need to get hold of you, they can call me or whatever. But I like mm-hmm. boxed up their phones and had them in my room. Yeah. And Haley was like <laughs> oh, so embarrassing. Um <laughs> But she says to this day, she's like, I'm so glad you did that because they just would have been on their phones all night instead yeah. of like, all of us hanging out. And they're like seven seven girls or so. Um, and I was thinking like I was listening to this radio um, station one day and they said that Gen Z is starting to do cell phone free parties. And so it's a CD in a radio or in a stereo instead of like Spotify um, and um, digital cameras or just no cameras at all if they want to take any pictures. And, but yeah, phones off at the door, that kind of thing. And it's, it's like to experience the old days, (laughs) Um, which I'm like, oh my God, I know I like roll my eyes at, but I'm like, I seriously, sometimes I miss that because um, by the time I was seventh or eighth grade, cell phones were becoming a a norm, you know, for people to have, Um, but it wasn't really smartphones until I was probably a sophomore, junior in high school. Mm -hmm. So I had a lot of time that that just was not the norm. Yeah. Um and Gen Z does not at all, and so I'm like, what if Huga could just be like, hey, turn your phone off at the door, like mm-hmm. when you come over to my house, we're gonna be phoneless. Like you don't, who do you need need to get a hold of for the next two hours while we hang out? You know, right? Um. And so – but, yeah, maybe my I, – I think I'm going to do for that for my um, Chick-fil-A Fridays is just say, yeah. all right, everybody, like, phones off, put them on the table. We're going to watch this movie and not not be on our phones the whole time. Yeah, um, exactly. And just have a, have a good time with it.
1: Oh, my gosh. My evenings where my phone just dies and I forget to charge it are some, sometimes yes. some of the best evenings. Like, um, I haven't gotten to the point yet where I, like, plug my phone in a different room when I go to yeah. sleep. But I, like it, – it's on do not disturb at a very – specific time of night and um there are some nights where i'm like where's my phone i don't know and like uh-huh. if somebody needs to get in touch with me they know where i live <laughs> like,
0: yeah. my mom knows yeah. where i
1: live like it's fine yeah. um so yeah i i'm starting to incorporate that and so far i've really loved this winter and like cozy season and so now good. i mean it was stressful because I didn't have a job. And now I'm like, I have a job. So I can breathe. <laughs> I can breathe and enjoy it a little bit. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I really, I love this movie for highlighting that. And um, I'm kind of excited to see like what that translates into like personally and all this yeah. stuff. So I'm excited to hear about your, your Chick-fil-A Fridays and your non-phone Hugo. <laughs> Chick-fil-A
0: Fridays? My Whatever Chick-fil-A Fridays.
1: Oh, you- <laughs> I heard Chick-fil-A, but I remember you Maybe said chick <laughs>
0: Oh, gosh. We'll have to re-listen. But Chick- my Chick Flick Fridays.
1: Chick Flick. Chick Flick A. Chick Fil-A. <laughs> like, you should just have Chick Fil-A at your Chick Flick movies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my, my CFF instead of my CFA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Okay. So, we were... I was going to do an unpopular opinion, but instead of that... We're running late, but who cares? It's our own podcast. Um, Do you want to bring up what you have been seeing in the TikTok land lately?
1: Yeah. So, um... This goes back to an unpopular opinion that you and I both shared and pro- sh- you know still do share that we don't like Gilmore Girls as a show. I, I may like m- some characters more than others, but overall, I don't like... Kurt's
0: about the only character I like.
1: <laughs> Kurt, um, I think Emily Gilmore's character arc mm. is impressive. Mm. Suki, she's all right. But um, <laughs> overall, it, that's not a comfort show for me because it just annoys the crap out of me. Um, and... I saw this creator on TikTok and I, I forgot their name because ironically my phone did just die. But um, <laughs> she goes into these in-depth character analysis of Lorelai and Rory specifically, uh, which I'm like, yes, give me more. Um, but somebody in there said, two two points. One, um, Lorelai is a big old narcissist, and the, <laughs> the reason. Basically, the reason that, like, Rory is the way that she is is because Lorelai is forcing Rory to live the life that Lorelai ran ar- away from. Um, so, like, Lorelai, you know, got pregnant at 16. She essentially left that very privileged life that she was in because she wanted to live her own life and do her own thing. And now she's doing everything that she can to make sure that Rory does live that life. And... um and it's like Lorelai is is essentially forcing Rory to live the life that she ran away from and it's her like living through her daughter and that's why they're best friends and like Rory never really gets in trouble for any of the bad decisions that she makes Uh, she's never really held accountable because Lorelai is essentially living her life through her daughter and it's kind of that was a cool point that got brought up and Mm. I wanted to hear your thoughts
0: so accurate
1: (laughs) yeah I was like that's Um, I mean to me that's a nail on the head I think
0: like Lorelai begrudgingly is having Rory in that world for the first little bit but then I think it very much becomes the identity of my smart kid you know my smart kid that's going to get into an Ivy League school and how dare my parents who are fully funding all of that expect me to reciprocate with actually being in their lives you know mm-hmm. um, and that's honestly if she could have had the lack of pressure the lack of expectation but still have all the privilege and have no relationship with her parents she would have stayed mm-hmm. but it was the expectation which I'm like you know as a, as a parent and honestly even before this I didn't like Gilmore Girls for a while yeah. um, but as a parent I'm looking at it going it is appropriate and healthy, to have expectations for your children. Yeah. Now, did they have kind of a snooty little, like, oh, you have to look perfect thing? Yeah. Yeah, And you're going to naturally push against that if if that's your tendency is to be like, I don't want to be what other people want me to be. But to look at your child and expect them to not have sex and get pregnant at 16 is appropriate. (laughs) Like, it's it's a pretty solid they boundary. weren't they weren't they weren't wrong, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. and they weren't wrong to be upset. And then even when and they when they could have extra judged her, they stood up for her when she was being judged because um, Christopher's parents were like, can't we just send her away for nine months? And they were like, what about him? You know, like her parents, Lorelai's parents, like jumped down their throats. And I'm like, so these parents defended you mm-hmm. and you've resented them forever. You ran away and resented them and acted like they were these awful people. They would have supported her. Mm -hmm. They would have supported her and Rory. That's what makes me mad. Is everything that goes wrong in her life and is so hard. I'm not like you should have let your parents, you know, do everything for you. But at 16, it's okay that you lean on your parents to, like, be okay. You know, and they could have helped launch her in a way that she could have been the one who supported Rory and whatever Rory wanted. Like, it didn't Mm -hmm. have to be about what Lorelai expected or, (laughs) you know, wanted for her. It could have been... Rory saying I want this I don't want that and then they could have just made that choice but yes it is absolutely like Lorelai is one of the most narcissistic tv characters I've just ever experienced and she's praised
1: like she it's Mm -hmm. just so
0: fun and I love this that and the other and I'm like every time I watch it it just gets under my skin
1: yeah and like it's it's kind of like well if if your life is so great and you love your life so much then why are you essentially doing everything in your power to make sure that your daughter doesn't have that life of like, you know, she was justifying herself of like she made the right decision for her and her parents were wrong and she did what was right for her and her daughter. But like, you're also now forcing your daughter, which granted. I have kind of blocked Rory out of my mind. I'm like, maybe she wanted to go. I don't know. But like you're essentially forcing your daughter to not have the life you did because you want her to go through all the processes that you were, you were supposed to do in that at that age in that time so it's like make up your mind but also i wouldn't say
0: one way or the other on rory you know being like i want to go to chitlin i think it was chitlin or
1: something something. what a name
0: (laughs) i know um and i i I wouldn't say that rory absolutely was like that because rory went to yale instead of harvard which is what her grandfather wanted her to do Mm -hmm. goes to yale i'm pretty sure that's how it works out yeah leaves like quits and then goes back mm-hmm. to go into journalism because she's just such a great writer and yeah. i was like oh my freaking gosh and then we find out she has done freaking nothing with her life yep and she has had everything handed to her
1: mm-hmm.
0: her whole life and i'm like so we've got Lorelei, who struck out and made it on her own and nobody can hold her back and nobody can tell her what to do. Crawling back to her parents saying, Hey, can you please <coughs> do this one thing that I can't do, which is afford, you know, to send her to this private school, which is hard. Like that's, that's, mm-hmm, you know, hard. Totally. And then they do that with expectations that she resents. And then Laura and then Rory sees her mom struggle through <laughs> I hate Rory just as much as I hate Lorelai. Oh yeah. Struggle through every single weekly dinner with her parents. Sees you know the 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 beautiful gifts that everybody keeps handing her, and she appreciates them, but then she goes and does nothing with them.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I'm like, you both are you're you're both ends of the uh, crappy spectrum.
1: Yeah, like, uh, yeah, you were, it, I think it does go to show that, like, you can kind of be in any situation, but it's like, what do you do with it? What do you make with it? Yes. And what your perspective is, because, like, Lorelai left the privilege, Rory was handed the privilege, even though Lorelai still had a lot of privilege, but, like, Rory was handed everything, and then kind of neither one of them are in a good place <laughs> at the end yeah, of Yeah, because, it. honestly,
0: they both have the same temperament, which is, yeah. um... Life is hard. Life mm-hmm. isn't fair. Um, mm-hmm. I'm this amazing person and everybody needs to fall in line. Like, it they both do. Yeah. And it's like, I I can't say that life is or isn't going your way. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that, that, that can shift and that can be hard and whatever. But I'm like, if somebody hands you something, you take advantage of it or you carve your own path. Mm-hmm. Like, figure it out. But you do not look around and go, "Mm, how dare you? Like, I hate when people do that crap. Um, And I hate hate watching that show because, specifically, everyone in Lorelai's life has to fall in line and agree Mm -hmm. with her and boost her opinion. And if they, you know, if Luke questions anything... They just launch this attack of words on him until he says, okay, I don't really care. You know, leave me alone. And, you know, it's funny, but then you're just going, so you just bullied him into saying you're right. That's not funny. That's not cute, you know? Um, And so that kind of stuff, just, oh, every episode over and over and over, like the individual moment, it's like whatever, but over and over and over again, you just watch life isn't fair. Poor me. I'm always right everybody fall in line I will attack you I will cut you out of my life permanently if yeah. you do not agree and hand us everything give us what you know what we deserve and then we'll just crap on it
1: mm-hmm. yeah and yeah that's like the whole I was supposed theme, to like that especially show. where like uh, 16 gets pregnant isn't given everything that is gonna make her life easier so she leaves and cuts and cuts out her parents um same thing like just the general theme of, like, what was it? Um, Luke's daughter came into the picture and was, like, stealing him away, quote-unquote. And so, like, Lorelai had an issue with it or something about, like, his ex-wife or the, the baby mama. I don't know. But, like, everything that she did was, like, I need my life to be easier. Like, parents, pay for your granddaughter's tuition because she's your granddaughter and you should do that. But, like, I'm going to begrudgingly go to Friday night dinners once a week in exchange for this tuition and then i'm gonna dump all of my trauma onto my daughter after that dinner because she's not my daughter she's my friend (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. it (sighs) is the poster it's the poster child for don't be your kid's best friend um and at the same time obviously don't be such a such an a-hole that they don't want to even hang out with you when they are adults um somebody said your child will be an adult for a lot more of your life than they were a kid and it's like yeah, I mean, once once a kid hits, you know, let's say they go to college, uh, they do the normal 18, 19, 20, 21, you know, so 22, and you had them when you were 35, Mm-mm. so you'd be 57, you know, by that point or whatever, for the next 40 years, they're yeah. going to be adults. Yeah. That is twice the amount of time that they were kids, you know, yeah. and they get to choose when they become an adult, and they are kind of no longer dependent on you. They're no longer, you know, whatever. They get to choose if they have you in their life. So yeah, you're going to want to be able to set it up in, in such a way that they want to spend time with you. But the more I parent, the more I see, um, structure and, um, consistency. Uh, not that I like hold Haley back consistently, But I but when she goes shopping, I consistently have the same stance on what clothing she can and can't wear, you know. And so when she questions or whatever, we can both know, oh, actually, what I said was this. Okay, cool. And Mm -hmm. move on. And when she's 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, and she's wearing whatever she wants to wear, it's like, all right you know like that's what you chose to do but like this is what it is and you can respect that you can both sides can respect each other i'm not sorry that i'm going to give you structure on this end but i'm also going to hands off look at you and go okay like that's what you're like you are wearing whatever you want to wear because i'm i'm not over you anymore you know yeah um and and both need to exist lorelei acted like the free bird when rory was a little kid and then when she got older and did things different than how lorelei wanted her to do them She, like, cracked down, cut her out, wanted her to do it, berated her, bullied her until she finally, you know, succumbed and just did what her mom wanted her to do.
1: Because her mom lived the life already and wanted to teach her different. Ooh, you got that in reverse, (laughs) ma'am. Reverse. But I guess, too, she was a baby when she had her. So it's like, that's why you shouldn't have run away from your parents
0: that was my thing was I was like it's not that I think Emily and Richard would have just been the greatest you know environment Um, but I do think there's a they just they were tough love and sometimes that works very very well but most of the time it at least works a little bit you know and it it does yeah it just helps with perception so yeah I thought that was a a
1: good character analysis and I almost almost not fully I'm like do I want to rewatch Gilmore Girls just to take notes of like the toxicity (laughs) <laughs> and talk about it i don't think new podcast very hyg- <laughs> no it's not i would be no. so stressed but it's yeah anti-huga. i saw that um and i was like oh my gosh i need to talk to sophie about this because we could do a yes. whole episode yes. on this how
0: about okay how about this do the pinterest board make the Huga stuff like make yeah. a Huga pinterest board you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but how about every day um between now and the next episode we text each other just hey i did this one little thing Amazing. um and then we'll have a seven day streak of what we did to like talk about next week, and I we love can get it. like ideas and and Listeners what we tried and what we same. liked and stuff like that. Yeah, so um, we'll do some posts, get some interactions with you guys, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I think January is the perfect month to try this, yeah. um, and implement it and just make it cozy. So,
1: yeah. Anyway,
0: I think that, that about does it. Do you have anything yeah. else you would like to just throw out there for us to talk? about?
1: No, I think I'm good. I think that I'm I'm satisfied. I think yes. it's a good stopping point because otherwise we will talk, 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 talk forever. We will,
0: and we're not sorry about it. Like I said, it's our podcast. No. We can do what we want.
1: Do what I want, Wait, but I am I ready for my nightly routine to decompress. Yes. So thank you, listeners, again for joining us one more time for another episode and full talk sesh. Um, let us know on our social medias what you're doing for your for your cozy huga era your hibernation era um <laughs> and keep keep sending in those goals and you know we just want to hear from you we love you yes. and um we want you to know that you can talk to us because we're nice yes. and love you so um that's about it Sophie. Yep. i'm excited to, to talk to you again next week yep all
0: right and Everybody every day, have a great week, week. <laughs> oh my gosh we never <laughs> okay. end it like we never no, think we, of. <laughs> how do we end this i don't know i'm stopping okay. now <laughs> bye everyone <laughs>
1: I'm Sophie and I'm Emily. Welcome to Hallmark Remarks. Hallmark Remarks, banana. Where we go deep about shallow movies. Where we talk all things Hallmark, dating, mental health and pop culture. We hope you enjoy today's episode.